Hello, and welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. It is Friday. This is a new feature that we're doing. We hope that you heard our last show, which was on Sunday, introducing this new show that we're doing. This is going to be a shorter format show uh, that Chris and I came up with. We're looking at Emmett Fox's Find and Use Your Inner Power, Find and Use Your Inner Power, also known as The Sparks of Truth, The Sparks of Truth. So it is a fantastic little book, and like all uh, Emmett Fox material is very down to earth, very uh, clear and focused. We have done a few shows on Emmett Fox uh, previously on uh, the Golden Key, which is a little pamphlet that he uses where you learn how to use this technique he calls Golden Keying Problems. It's fantastic. Uh, check that show out if you'd like. Uh, we do have a full uh, full hour on that. Uh, we also did the seven day mental diet more recently. And then previous to that, we did a show on Emmett Fox's Sermon on the Mount, which is his um, new thought version of, uh, of the, uh, the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gave. So the blessed be uh, statements, blessed be uh, the meek and so on. Is it the meek? I've completely yes. forgotten the blessed be. For, they shall, the For they shall inherit the earth. Right. That's correct. So those are, there are multiple blessed be statements. He breaks them down into a new thought, sort of positive thinking type vibe. And it is a very, very powerful book. Um, Emma thought, uh, Fox is very um, influential in the recovery community. And he seems to be quite popular uh, with 12 step programs and people in recovery. And his material really seems to resonate. I know it resonated with me when I was uh, when I was going through recovery and, and dealing with some of my issues, and I think you as well, right? Right. Well, he so, breaks things down in such a very simple way, and yep. in particular, you know, the twelve step program as we know it does involve a spiritual component, and that is something that it was always a sticking point. Uh, not for everybody, but it was quite common that, you know, sometimes people drank over maybe a spiritual past that they had going to church forced by their parents or something, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so then to say, oh, now you have to have this spiritual thing. They may be spiritually wounded. So, yeah, uh, with Emmett Fox, he puts it in such a very logical, very terse, you know, there's not a lot of words. And you go, yeah, OK, well, that may, I can do that. <laughs> without yeah, having exactly. to buy into some you know elaborate religious system yeah there's to get the spiritual component exactly and there's you know there's very little dogma and very yeah. little uh guilt inducing sort of sermons and so on very practical helpful positive spiritual life affirming type teachings um you know that that new thought is famous for uh, and the christian language you know that he uses yep. and, and yeah. many others um, should not put anybody off. Um, it's kind of like Course in Miracles or something that's really heavy with uh, that language, mm -hmm. but it's not really the message, and it's not like uh, the other places where you might get uh, some of that language. Uh, it's really looking at that in a new way. Mm -hmm. uh, and very well, symbolic and psychological yeah. and very in empowering as an individual. Maybe, uh, so maybe closer closer to interpretations in the earlier christian church before it became a powerful kind of um, political entity yeah and, much more uh, mystical yeah and there's and i think early early christianity in particular especially some of the the gnostic movements and some of the uh the more organic uh smaller groups that met together much more mystical connected to uh you know the greek mystery traditions and 
and some, you know, Neoplatonic thought and a lot of the ancient Near Eastern mystical traditions and so on, uh, Kabbalistic traditions from Judaism and so forth. So, you know, although, you know, New Thought doesn't touch on much of that, it still sort of borrows from that same lineage and that same tradition. So, you know, it's a different interpretation of the of those those scriptures and those those symbols and those figures, much more life affirming, much more inclusive, certainly not out to keep anyone out or to try to tell anyone they're going to hell or they're going to suffer if they don't believe this or that thing. And that really is, I think, the interpretation of those those types of sacred stories uh, from Christianity and from Judaism that resonate so highly with both you and I. Right. So. Right. Um, all right, so let's get into this thing because we are trying to keep these a bit shorter than our normal shows, and I do tend to ramble. So I'm going to jump right in. This section is the second. It's the second installment. He he wrote these these weekly lessons, and I'm, I think they were published in a newspaper or something, or a ma- you know magazines or whatever they had back in the day uh, for for his 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 group, his work that he was doing. Uh, this one is entitled Cafeteria. So do you want to read it through and then we'll kind of break it down? Or do you want to maybe go paragraph to paragraph and we'll, we'll do it like it was like it, like we're in school? Let's do that. That's kind of fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll pretend like we're in grade school. There's three. So, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll, you can start. I'll do the middle one. Then you do the last one. Okay. This is Emmett Fox Cafeteria. Don't wait for something to turn up. Don't be content to let things drift along, hoping for the best. It is not spiritual to put up with inharmonious conditions. If the conditions of your life are not to your liking, you must get to work on your own consciousness. And by raising that above the outer picture, cause those conditions to become something nearer to your heart's desire. And you must keep on doing this until you find true place. I had an amusing experience when I first came to America. He was from England, by the way. Passing an attractive-looking restaurant, I went inside and, selecting a table, sat down and waited. Strangely as it seems, as it seemed to me then, nothing happened. I sat there and continued to wait indefinitely as it seemed. I could not understand the reason for this neglect. All around me, people were enjoying their food, and only I was left out in the cold. After a while, the truth of the situation slowly dawned on me. It was a cafeteria. This system had not yet made its appearance in England in those days. Looks like you're out. You're, it looks like you're out, uh, my friend. I then right, quickly. Yeah, I then quickly. Yeah. I then quickly realized that while there was plenty of food of every kind to be obtained, one had to go forward and claim it for himself or go without. It's interesting that they hadn't, he didn't know what a cafeteria was. Well, I guess he realized it or something. Yeah. He goes on to say the universe is run exactly on the lines of a cafeteria. Unless you claim mentally what you want, you may sit and wait forever. Of course, you should not claim in detail, that is outlining, but you must positively claim health, harmony, and true place if you really want those things. All right, so let us. That's cafeteria. That's cafeteria. Let us say what a cafeteria is in case some people may not know. A cafeteria is like if you've been to IKEA, for example, or, you know, the, the, or at school when you're eating school lunch, you go through the line. You see stuff behind glass, you point at it, and they put it on your plate. That's a cafeteria. And then you pay at the end or what have you. So that's the idea of the cafeteria. And then you go seat yourself. And then you go seat yourself, yeah. 
So he probably didn't see the food line. He was probably in a side side dining hall or something like that. These cafeterias back in the day actually were really quite nice, and they look like 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 dining restaurants, you know, with with cloth napkins and so on. And there was busboys running around and so forth. There used to be a place in Pasadena that was open forever. That was a cafeteria down uh, downtown. It was really actually quite nice, and it was it had been there since like the twenties. But it, it's, a, it's just a different style of thing. So the point he's trying to make here is that, look, life is like is, is very much like that. Right. So here's all these good things that are available to us, but we cannot make any use of them if we don't know the procedure. Number one and number two, claim them for ourselves, claim them for ourselves. Right. So this is where new thought comes in. And, you know, if, if you're not familiar with new thought or, or mind science, the idea is that you have to first believe something and create a mental image of it, a mental belief, a mental construct or archetype within yourself and really believe and emotionally uh, connect with the idea that that thing is in fact yours. Right. So, you know, that's the biggest real, that's like new thought basically in, in, a, in a nutshell, you know, it's the idea that we talked about, um, Actually, we didn't talk about it. We talked about this at the beginning of the show, but we had to cut it out. But the point is we talked about uh, Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich used to talk about how thoughts are things. In other words, there's a there's a sort of a, a weight to them. You know, the thoughts become the things. You know, it's the same idea of, uh, you know, E equals MC squared, matter and energy are one. You know, the energy is the thought and the, the matter is is the thing itself. This is what's going on. But the the, the thought precedes the thing. And that's the same thing we talk about right in the law of attraction. When you hold something that you want, uh, that good, which you seek in your life and, and you, you know, attract it to yourself. These are all, all basically new thought ideas, right? So, well, they are. And I think one of the things that gets lost, uh, in all that, especially nowadays, um, I believe Hill and some other people, um, really underscored this is that it's not just thinking about something we can, you're not going to just, okay, mentally do, 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 do. Okay. I have a new car. Mm. Uh, it's not just a wish or an idea or a mental thought. Mm -hmm. It has to be catalyzed, you know, with a feeling you have to imagine it as already having it. You have to praise it. You have to, you know, smell the car. If you want to get a new car, uh, if you want to get that new car smell, uh, that there's more involved in your senses. I think it's too easy uh, in this information age mm. to just have an idea thought. Oh, and that's a great point. Look up something online and then you get the, the, Oh, so-and-so went to this school and they were born in this place. And, you know, Wikipedia, you can just, you have so much access to this thought information or this, you know, kind of factoid, uh, type of thing. This it's beyond that. It's something you have to feel in your heart. So to call it new thought, um, really only tells half the story and actually the small half, the big half is when that thought uh, is brought into your heart and you're embracing it, you're embodying it, you're ensouling it as Manly Hall would say. Yeah. In such a way that it, it becomes a living presence, not just a passing thought or a sandcastle, you know, in the clouds or, you know, because I think that's where a lot of this gets mistaken. It's, well, I thought about a new car all day long. I didn't get one. Um, you know, with yeah. some of the secrets and, and things like that. It's more than just the thought of the idea. It's 
something that you're breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, you can't wait to get home and work on your project that you're, you know, sure, thinking exactly. of. Uh, so. Well, and that's a great point. And I think, um, you know, if you read any of these, these books or you study extensively any of these, these systems, new thought, mind science, you know, science of living, Reverend Ike's uh, movement or any of these uh, new things, Bob Proctor and his stuff and that law of attraction, the Hickses and so on. You know, they do get in, they do get into that as you, as you move along. I think the surface of it is if you only watch five minute videos on YouTube, you get the idea of your right of just thinking about stuff. But, you know, as you go deeper into these ideas, they do emphasize that emotional nature, the heart, heartfelt nature, the visualization, the depth that which you need to go. And then the work that you need to do to do these things. You need to also hit the ground running and do your part. You need to do your part and, you know, take actions in, in that direction and so on. You know, to prove this cafeteria is really all about is, is yeah. your part. You have to know what you want yep. uh, and then ask for it. And if you don't know what you want, I would say ask for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would, I would, I mean, I'm visualizing the knowledge that I'm going to get of what it is I want to do or what's good. What is my heart's desire? If you don't yeah. know, well, that can be your heart's desire, the yearning to, to find out what is your call. You're absolutely right about that. And I think sometimes people forget you can use these same laws to figure things out. You absolutely can. And I, and I just heard, and I think I mentioned this in one of the other, uh, in one of the other podcasts, I can't remember exactly which one, but, uh, Joseph Murphy has a great affirmation for that. It's very short. It's I am, I'm in my true place. I am doing what I love to do. I am divinely happy. I am divinely prospered. You know, it's a simple affirmation, but it, you know, it sets you in that mindset and you're claiming that. And, you know, Reverend Ike, if you, you know, if you're not familiar with about, about yet, uh, we're going to do a show on him coming up uh, this Sunday. So do listen for that. Um, Reverend Ike would talk about how, and actually Joseph Murphy did this as well. Um, I am was one of the words that, uh, is used in the Bible. When, when Moses asked God who he is, he says, I am that I am in Hebrew. And basically then, you know, the idea is that this, I am is this living presence, this God within this God without all around that is the primal sort of substance of the universe. And anything then after saying, I am, you're connecting with that God consciousness, that divine energy within yourself. And in your, you're going to help to make that manifest. So that I am is such a powerful statement. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot different than I want or, or I, I wish, wish or, or I'd sure like, yeah. or wouldn't that be nice? Exactly. It's claiming um, it. It's claiming it. Yeah. It's going up to the cafeteria and saying, you know, I am a meatloaf. I am, a, you know, a, yeah. a, a side of potatoes. You know, you, you make those things happen. So, you know, this is, this, is, this is that clarity. And I like what you were saying, though. It's, it goes beyond thought. It's an emotional and heartfelt response. It's a, there's, a, there's faith involved. But even you and Jesus talked mm -hmm. about that as well. It's a very common well, Christian idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're going to go up against, you know, the world, uh, maybe your spouse, your job, your, you know, the life environment in which you mm -hmm. live. Um, yeah. Might, uh, might not be all on board with your heart's desire. Um, there will be challenges if you want to start a business or learn a skill um, or, you know, start a nonprofit. I mean, sure. You know, there's, there's immense challenges with just about anything you really want to do. Exactly. And sometimes it can get really discouraging. 
and you know take the wind out of the whole situation but uh, that's why having this uh, you know strong idea and clear idea mm-hmm. of what it is and having that heart you know that connection felt heartfelt connection, connection. Yes, yeah the emotional connection so you get shut down by somebody that well, okay well then that's okay uh, not what i wanted to hear but yeah you still have your thing you're not going to be t- um, tossed and twisted and turned about by you know the weather around you no um, that's exactly the reason why you know this thing has to, otherwise it's just a passing wish or it's a you know a hopeful thought um but wow when it's something that's that gets in your core uh, sometimes the adversity on the outside can uh, cause you to double down and well you know i'll you know, dig my heels in in the face. Yeah, of exactly. Well, it should. It you know, should. I yeah, mean, it absolutely yeah. should. And that's where that emotional, uh, that emotional connection, that faith, you know, carries you over. Weak desire brings weak results. You know, is is a well known saying, true. right? I like hearing that. Yeah. It's, so it's true. you know, a little bit of faith or lack of faith brings you know a little bit of results or no results at all. And so you know, faith is one of these things. And again, it's like Napoleon talked about this a lot in Think and Grow Rich. Faith is something you use in yourself. So if you say to yourself, "Well, I don't really have faith," using that law against yourself, you've got to use the law and use the mind science, use the new thought to build your faith, and then your your declarations, your affirmations, your, you know, your desires, your, you know, your claimings of good and so on will have power behind them, you know, and you've got to say something like, you know, I have great faith. I have confidence in the, you know, the divine power within me to achieve all that I want and, you know, things like this, right. Um, There's great affirmations online. And, you know, like I said, you can check out Emmett Fox or Joseph Murphy or Reverend Ike or, Ernest Holmes or, you know, I mean, there's a million people out there. Della Reese from The Secret does a lot of the the new thought stuff. She's fantastic. Um, The Hickses. I mean, I could go on and on and on, but, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So the point is, is like, you know, find these affirmations to build your faith or write your own, you know, write your own and build that faith up, build that confidence up. And and what Chris was saying um, earlier, too, is important to think about. It's like, you you know, the the clearer that you can make that picture, like you, you see the so let's say you want to build a nonprofit. You see the building that you want to be in. You go inside. You walk around. You see the people that the community that you're serving. You see, you know, abundant funds coming in to help you to to do the work that you need to do. And you know, you you visualize all of these things in in very vivid details. You really get a, a strong emotional connection to that when you can make it that powerful and see the smiles on people's faces when they're like receiving the 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 good that you're doing and things like that. Right. So. I think that's really, really important stuff. Uh, he talks right in this last thing again about true place. So I want to just kind of remind you that that so that that affirmation again is I am in my true place. I am doing what I love to do. I'm divinely happy. I'm divinely prospered. And it doesn't really matter what order you do those in, but, you know, you can do them in any order. Uh, so anyway, those are those are something to think about. Those are things you can use to find yourself in your true place. And you say, well, you know, I'm not in my true place. I'm in this crappy, you know, tiny one bedroom apartment in Van Nuys with cockroaches. And I and I'm in a shitty job that I don't like and blah, blah, blah. Well, you know, you're affirming to yourself that you're in your true place. You're doing what you love to do. You're divinely prospered, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And you're create you're going to create the situation. You got to build it first. You got to build it in your mind. You can't focus on the things that you're dealing with. That's the outside. That's the sort of, you know, 
that's the the situation or the circumstances or or the material you know conditions you don't want to focus on the conditions you want to focus on the the inner uh, spiritual resources you have to create something completely different you have to do that in a present tense fashion i am this i have that i do this things like that right you don't want to you don't want to put it off into the future when you're doing those affirmations like that is that is that what you understand as well well, I do. And even though in the present moment, yes, you might be in a crappy apartment and yep. a job that doesn't respect you. Sure. And you don't have a car or all this uh, stuff or you're you, you're lonely. Um, you don't have yep. loving uh, friendships or relationships in your life. Um, if you dwell on that, you are reaffirming that. Um, exactly. You, you already know that, actually. <laughs> OK, I think you probably <laughs> you already need to know. not Otherwise, know that. You, why would you want to change? Yeah, exactly. You no, know you're broke. You know you know you're in a lame job and a lousy apartment um but don't keep reinforcing that and by saying i am prosperous and i am happy well then those are things that aren't really dependent upon a job or an apartment uh those other things can be mm -hmm. temporary and transient what endures is your true yeah. place no matter where your body you could be in prison yeah. and be in your true place in your heart and your soul, uh, whether, whether you did something bad or were unfairly accused and convicted, uh, doesn't matter. The point is, you know, you can keep that internal and that's where it grows and that's where it's strengthened and it can transcend these outer conditions. And that's actually what you want to do anyway. If you are trying to improve some aspect of your life, you do want to transcend the condition um, that you're in, but you do it from where you are. It's like a runner at the start of the race. You know, you, you really need a starting block and you dig your foot in and you get a good push off, uh, you know, to, sure. to get a good start to the race. Um, you can't, if it's just mushy or if you're denying it, um, then you're stuck in the mud. And then if you're saying, well, no, I'm not going to run. How can I run? I'm stuck in this apartment. Well, then, then you're not going to get off the block. Exactly. So Exactly. Because uh, you're creating those, those very conditions, right? Off. Yeah. 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 No, that's a great way to put it. One thing he says at the end mm -hmm. here, I kind of want yeah, to no. um, talk, 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 just yeah. mention. Um, he said, just run, the universe is run along the lines of a cafeteria. Unless you claim mentally what you want, you may sit and wait forever. Of course, you should not claim in detail. That is outlining. So that's a specific term he's using, outlining. Yeah. That's when you're saying, you know, yes, I want to start my nonprofit. And you may have a vision of where you want that building to be and the kind of work you're doing and everything but if you get too specific well that you know we're gonna have this in the cafeteria yeah, on thursdays yeah. and you're you're mired in all these deals it has to happen a certain way well i need the money to start my uh campaign uh so i'm going to do a, a kickstarter yeah. uh, and then if you're just focused on that you're not really focused on other avenues of money yes i'm going to do an online uh crowd yeah funding, but you don't get uh, hung I'm up keep my eyes open yeah. wherever it comes yeah, they yeah. come from odd sources but your vision can still be clear but the kind of the way the operation of the universe i think is see saying that it's probably better left absolutely that's, that's a that's a great point i'm glad you brought that up because that is a uh, one of the major tenets of all these uh new thought philosophies regardless of what what church uh you, you know you, you hear it from or what movement you hear it from it's it is all about not outlining and allowing the divine mind you know the spiritual source 
uh, to sort out the details. Yes, have a clear picture. It doesn't mean that you don't have a clear picture with hard edges to it, things that you want. But don't say, oh, it's got to happen through, you know, this specific government funding or I'm going to go to Microsoft and get a, you know, a grant from them and to, to do my nonprofit or I'm, I'm definitely going to it's definitely going to happen X, Y, Z way or I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to do it. It's saying be open to the surprises and the miraculous things that the universe can give you. Do the work, go to those different foundations, you know, fill out your paperwork, do all the things, but then be open to surprises and, and know that you don't always know the way that things are going to unfold. That's not outlining. That's not outlining. So, all right, well, we're going to call it. I'm going to keep this, I'm going to keep this yeah. nice and concise unless you have anything else to offer. I think that's it. All right. So go to the cafeteria. Ask for what you want. Go to the cafeteria and don't forget to get in line. Don't go, don't, don't go sit down. Go get in line and look and see what you want to eat and claim you're good and have a good meal. That's the cafeteria. All right. So we'll be here again next Friday. It's called, uh, the next one's going to be called Worm Gets Ideas. So that should want you to, yeah. that should want to make you tune in. He's got great titles on all these. So thanks for joining us on, uh, on, our, on our Fox uh, Friday show. Uh, we're going to be here every Friday with a new one of these uh, shorter shows. And uh, thank you again, Little Cosmic Eye. I am Jason Napolitano. Thank you, Chris Sheridan. We'll see you next Friday.